Welcome, students, to Ghoulish University. Class is in session! <laughs> students and welcome to today's class here at ghoulish university the podcast where we study everything that is tales from the crypt i am your host headmistress logan and joining me tonight is returning guest substitute teacher anna with a minor in art how's it going miss anna from cinema slab um as i should have mentioned what's up thanks for having me back what's up i brought my better half with me this time (laughs) Joining Anna from Cinema Slab, we have co-host, uh, professor of forensic pathology, Hannah. Uh, welcome to the show, Hannah. Hello. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Always happy to have the girlies on. We do not have enough girlies. Um, know, for real. But we finally, you finally did have a girl join. We had Nicole uh, on with us a few weeks back. Um, so yeah, we're awesome. we're slowly bringing them in. I know it's a crime, but what are you going to do about it? Um, <laughs> so, it happens. Hey, like we're there too. Yeah. We're still the only female guest we've had. Yeah. The, the only female guest that never made it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our lost episode. It infamously, um, as I, I've, sorry to interrupt you guys. I, I, uh, I, I think I told the, you know, the crew that listens to us. Um, I was supposed to be on an episode of Cinema Slab talking about one of my all-time favorite movies, uh, Everything Ever All at Once, and uh, unfortunately, some technical difficulties led that episode to be kind of just unusable, which is devastating. But um, we will yeah. do our best to right those wrongs in the futures. I will do my best. That was my fault. I take full responsibility for that. But. Um, no, it was a it collaborative was all, yeah. effort. Yeah, we're not gonna let you take all the blame. No, 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 um, not at all. But uh, that is that is in the past, and we are looking at a new day now. So um, yes, we are. <laughs> this week, before we get into the episode, I did want to go ahead and turn it on over really quick. Hannah, do you have any history with the show Tales from the Crypt? Um, I do. I, when I was uh, when I was a kid, uh, me and my cousin Ashley, <laughs> I call her Ash. She's like um, she's like my sister, and um, we uh, we would watch the show. I, and to be honest, I don't remember a lot of them. I actually started watching since uh, I watched this episode, <laughs> and then I watched the next episode, <laughs> and then <laughs> today I went and started at season one. and i I watched the first episode and then i started the second one but then i kind of was napping so i (laughs) fell i fell asleep um but uh yeah what i've watched so far i really like but i do remember watching the movies so i have more Uh of a memory of the movies like bordello of blood like that was my shit like um i mean that movie has so many titties in it like that's what i remember um just being a little kid and watching that and be like oh my what am i watching um and i feel like i watched demon night too Uh but i don't remember it as much as bordello of blood 
Um, so, but yeah, that, that's my history with tales, of, uh, tales from the crypt. And I do remember my cousin, like she got like the DVD, uh, it was like the whole, um, I guess all the seasons on DVD uh, the big and so, yeah, the series. And, uh, I, I do, I do remember watching a few episodes. Um, but yeah, so, but yeah, that's my history with tales from the crypt. Heck yeah. I she am. Watched, she got to watch it. Sorry. She got to watch it before I did. And she was like. Oh, it, it was really good. I liked it. The ending was great. And I was like, oh, man, knowing her, something wild's going to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Crazy town. Um, it was. Yes. I, yeah, that's one thing I love about the structure of Tales from the Crypt is it's very, um, you know, the the bad guy always gets got in the end. Um, I, have yeah. some, I have some thoughts about this episode's um, quote-unquote bad guy, but we'll get into that in a minute here. Yeah, I will so, say... Yeah. Um, the first episode of uh, Tales from the Crypt is like an all-time fave of mine um, with, um, what's his name, Bill Sadler um, yes. as the executioner. Yes. That episode right. is just so good. I think it's just a great like introduction into, you know, the wackiness that is Tales from the Crypt. And then um, I will say that second episode definitely deserves your full undivided attention. And I would recommend watching it in the dark because it's super scary. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. I still may even say that the second episode scared me more than I think any other episode has in this, in this series. Um, but that's personally me, you know, everybody's yeah. scared by different things. So um, <laughs> I, but yeah, I love that for you. We are definitely going to cover the movies in the future. Um, I don't know if that's going to be this year. Cause I'm not 100% sure when our friend Nader, it's going to be back, but obviously it would be criminal for me to cover the movies without him. There's no way. Right, I can yeah, do that. Exactly. So um, I don't know if it'll happen. We were talking about doing it for this year for like a Halloween special, but um, we'll see. We'll definitely do it, you know, both yeah. the movies. Um, so, but yes, let's go ahead and get into this week's episode, uh, season three, episode 13. All right, okay, students, it's time to take your seats. I'm about to teach you a lesson. Um, ladies, I'm assuming, was this a first watch for both of you? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, this was. Also a first watch for, uh, I always say first watch for me. Um, I'm watching the entire series for the first time. Um, funny that I'm hosting the show, but that's how the cookie crumbles, I guess. Um, yeah, that's why loving, I think it worked out. Yeah. Loving every minute of it. So. Um, Roaming your horizons. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I ever would have watched. I. It was one of those shows that I was always like, I really should watch Tales from the Crypt based on how much like the straight chilling crew always talked about it. Um and it just, I, I just, I, I always say, I need to watch that. And then I, I never do. Um, but, um, okay, perfect. So let's go on ahead and um, we're going to join Daddy Crypt Keeper in his crypt. And he is wearing some golfing attire. He's got his clubs. <laughs> He's got his little hat. I loved, loved, co like, the costuming for Daddy Crypt Keeper in this one. And he's got yes. his... His little, you know, he's got his feet up on the desk and a little pile of bones next to him. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> hello. hello, golfing fiends, and welcome to the crypt. Oh, don't mind him. That's just my caddy, Juan. He got me teed off while I was playing around, so I shot a hole in Juan. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings to mind the old woman in tonight's tale. She's also playing around, except that her game isn't golf. It's love. 
I call this disgusting drama spoiled. So the episode opens up to a very sexy woman walking into her husband, storming into her husband's office. She's, he is clearly very busy on the phone, but she wants to get a quick one in. After he drives <laughs> her, she leaves his office and goes right to the desk of a young man and asks him to come into her office now. She struts in and closes the door behind him and closes the blinds as well. She seductively sits on the desk in front of him and talks to him, you know, flirting with him and slides into his lap. And he's like, but what about your husband? And she's like, forget my husband. And the affair begins. We pan out to see that we are actually watching a TV show alongside Janet and Luis, two friends who fawn over the excitement of the show and Fuchsia's daring choice. Jan laments the boring day-to-day life she lives, sorting laundry, lacking passion. Luis is leaving just as Janet's husband, Leon, arrives home. He has just performed a successful operation. The patient still died. If only he had perfected his new anesthetic that could have, that, and then he could have performed the most difficult transplant. He retreats into his home lab downstairs and the red do not disturb light flashes on. Janet fantasizes about Leon emerging from his basement lab after the epiphany that he should be spending more time making passionate love to her. And Louise interrupts her fantasy when she pops back in to return some laundry that got mixed in with hers. Downstairs, we see that Dr. Leon, sorry, I don't know if I mentioned he's a doctor, is on the cusp of making a breakthrough when Janet comes downstairs in an attempt to, just the same way Fuchsia was attempting to seduce her husband. He rejects her and shows her the rabbit that he's using his ex- he's using to experiment his new anesthetic. Um, okay, we can stop there for now. Um, what are we thinking about? I'm going to be honest. I was a little disappointed whenever I found out we weren't going to be following Fuchsia. Um, whenever, <laughs> yeah. they, whenever they panned out and we were like watching a, you know, I was like, oh, we're watching a TV show. I was like, all right. Um, but the it's cheese a- was real. Yes. We still got... I know that's what I wanted. I was like, oh, I was like, this is gonna be so camp. Um, <laughs> but it's okay because we still get more of that, you know, as the episode progresses, which I absolutely loved. Yeah, I did too. Um, um, I think, I think, um, so let's see, this episode, real quick, takes place when was it released august 21st 1991 so you figure early 90s yeah you know her friend says to her you know what do you have what do you have to complain about you've got the perfect life you're married to a doctor she doesn't have to work she lives at home but Mm -hmm. yet she's still fantasizing about this other life yeah so i guess in the time you got to think that would kind of be the ideal life for a woman in that setting you know a rich husband and but she's not happy because he's spending too much time on his work and not enough on her but my question is was he always this kind of doctor like was he always this obsessed with his work it was it kind of a she knew what she was getting into kind of thing yeah and now she's complaining why are you complaining kind of thing yeah or is it something that maybe he was just a regular doctor and uh stumbled upon this scientific research and and ran with it and now he's here and he's obsessed yeah so it's yeah there's a lot going on I that is a very good question and I would almost venture to say that he's that she that he wasn't as obsessed with his work until like he he you know stumbled upon a discovery or you know potential for this new anesthetic that will help him you know perform surgeries that are much more difficult um 
and of course, I, I'm, I, I don't know any of the science behind what kind of experiment he's running, but I'm sure all of it's just fucking bogus, you know, television science. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's it also, seems to be doing pretty good so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously, yeah. But it's also clear to me that Janet, um, she she's very much like the main character. You know, like, I, I'm sure y'all have heard of like main character syndrome of like people mm-hmm. who... Yeah. I have main character syndrome out the ass <laughs> and it's a problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, like my life, I'm living in a movie. Um, <laughs> um, so I, I, I'm self-aware enough to admit it, but at the same time, I, it doesn't affect my life in this way. Um, you know, obviously, of course not, but also I'm, you know, anyway, that's personal. No, I can, <laughs> I can definitely relate to her on that level too. Because yeah. I mean, we kind of touched on it on our last episode on Cinema Slab. We were talking about how, you know, in order to like movies and stuff the way we do, you have to be a romantic. Yeah. You know, you have to kind of dive headfirst into everything, no matter what it is, whether it's an episode of Tales from the Crypt or yeah. a movie, you know. So I, I definitely I can see where being put in her situation where maybe her imagination is already overactive and then she's into these soaps and fuchsia yeah. and what the mm-hmm. hell she's doing every week and she's wanting that kind of passion yeah and she's not getting it from someone she loves enough to marry and has this beautiful life with but you know they're not they're not intimate with each other yeah and i think louise too when she was saying that stuff to her like you know you shouldn't be you know pretty much griping because you i think she's not looking at the bigger picture she's right. seeing what she doesn't have mm-hmm. and obviously and uh i mean because you see that when she comes in with those boxers and she's yeah. like these aren't jim palmers yeah. Like <laughs> yeah so i mean obviously she's not as well to do mm-hmm. as janet is mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think she's just kind of being that, like, t- I mean, not a typical it's, best friend, it's but easy, like, it's easy to write off other people's struggles, especially when it comes to money. Money, yes. And, no, and it, you know, some friends can do that too. It's like, well, what do you have to complain about? You make so much money. Yeah. You know, that doesn't negate your problems. Right. Just because you make money, that doesn't mean you're not still going to have problems. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I do think that's also like, you know, just because you're living, quote unquote, the American dream doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be happy. You know, like I think True. there yeah. are some people no. who chase the, you know, they chase the, the American dream their whole lives and then they finally get it. And they're kind of like, well, now what? Like, I yeah. still don't feel fulfilled. And she was searching for fulfillment, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, anywhere else. And, um, well, we're about yeah. to meet. Um, but yeah, did you have anything else on this kind of opening segment? Um no, you know, I think it pretty much it sets the pace for what's to come. Yeah. <laughs> I I still just want to know like what kind of procedure, you know, Dr. Leon was trying to do as he uh cuz he wanted to freeze the the patient's brain and I was like, "Um, sure." Yeah. Sure. Um like what <clears throat> what surgery takes a week? Like is he having yeah. Well, I don't think we we'll, we see it in another segment. I think, or when we talk get to that part, but he, I think he, the when he's doing the experiment on the rabbit, it's like 10, 10 or fifteen days. Yeah, I think he gets up to fifteen days. Yeah, damn, why do you need him why, under that long? Yeah, why? There is no reason that a doctor needs that long to do. Yeah, a surgery. I can understand like maybe like forty eight hours or something like that, mm-hmm. but why a whole? 
two weeks. Yeah. Two plus oh. weeks. I no, <laughs> I I I agree with that. Um and I mean I guess one thing that that could kind of play into that is um um that 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 could actually play into ultimately why Janet is also you know like she's so sexually frustrated um you know yeah. that eventually we're gonna meet Mr. Fulfillment in a minute here um yeah. so later Janet watches her show while she rows on her rowing machine in the bedroom upstairs Fuchsia's husband has just caught her in the act with Quebec he brandishes a pistol while Fuchsia pleads him not to shoot as he points the gun, the picture goes out on the television, and Janet flies downstairs in an attempt to catch the end of the episode. But she is too late. Luis runs into the house and asks if she saw what happened. She tells Janet that he shot Quebec. Blow the belt. She tells Janet that she needs to get cable. They have HBO after all. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Janet <laughs> answers the door and meets Abel with the cable. After some brief flirting <laughs> and a near kiss, they are interrupted by Abel's pager duty calls as he leaves janet turns the tv onto her show there's always tomorrow that's the name of the show we see fuchsia visiting her husband in jail she says quebec meant nothing to her and that she was just trying to stir the pot she reveals the lingerie that she wore on their wedding night and then we cut to janet arriving in leon's lab wearing the lingerie she wore on their wedding night but he's yeah. not interested she jumps on the counter in an attempt to change his mind and knocks over a glass holding plasma that he needs Angry, he leaves to get more from the hospital. That night, Janet calls Abel to the house with a problem, but it's not the cable box that needs to be hooked up. The two have sex on the couch, and for the first time, Janet feels fulfilled. Leon comes home and asks what's wrong with the TV, even telling her to call the cable repair guy to fix it. She was like, oh, babe, you're so right. <laughs> um, okay, we'll go a yeah. little farther. The next day, Abel returns, and Janet tells him that her husband will be at the hospital all day, right as he walks through the front door. When Leon comes upstairs in the bedroom, he sees Abel at the television set and Janet, not standing in a suspicious spot at all, leaned up on the bedpost reading a magazine. Abel tells Leon that he was just fixing her cable box and slaps the TV on, and we see Daddy Cryptkeeper laughing away. Yeah, he tells yeah. Janet that he's taken a leave of absence from the hospital to focus on his anesthetic and goes downstairs. Janet tells Abel that they can continue their affair. They just have to stay in the living room where they can hear the red do not disturb light go off when Leon comes back upstairs and then Abel can sneak out through the garden. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Okay, wait. I do want to finish this, this next part and then I think that we'll be good to go. Later, the two watch another episode of There's Always Tomorrow. Fuchsia's husband has been released and she wants him to take her on the bed right this instant, but he tells her there's someone else in his life. She asks who it could possibly be. He's been locked up in the men's house for two weeks. Oh, my God. She realizes. <laughs> All right. I just wanted to get to that part because, um, as you guys know, I'm a big fan of the gay fan fiction in this show. Um, so whenever, <laughs> whenever it's revealed that Fuchsia's husband's probably going to leave her for, assumedly, another man, it's, like, fucking hilarious. I was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> goes, That's great. Oh I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm constantly, anytime two men are on the screen together, I'm like, they're in love. They're in love. <laughs> Automatically. Oh, Obviously. Um, so yeah, um, 
we meet uh, Abel with the cable. I thought that was pretty funny. And as soon as she opens yes. the door and she sees him, I was like, oh, no. No, <laughs> um, no. Like, it's pretty obvious. It's it's kind of mirroring, you know, Fuchsia's, Fuchsia's choices. Like, she, yeah. so, so um, you know, she meets Abel with the cable and, like, they go upstairs. <laughs> First of all, I, I, I should have written it down. I, uh, the, the interaction that they had right when Abel walks in because immediately Janet's like, yes, this is my ticket. And she said, um, she was like, oh, I need it in more than one room. And then she's like, ah, I mean, um, you know, like, she's like, I, something like she's, she says like a few different things and, uh, oh no, Abel says, where do you want it? And she's like, what? And he's like, where do you want me to put the box? And she's like, excuse me? And he's like, the cable box. And then she's like, oh, she's like, well, I actually need it more than one room. And she's like, oh, I mean, um, she's like, can you do, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, which was, yeah. it was, that was, that whole exchange was pretty funny, but I was, the first yeah, time I says, watched it, I was uh, always. She says, well, I need it more than once. I mean, I need it in different rooms. <laughs> I, I mean, can you do it in the bedroom too? He goes, no problem. <laughs> and she's like, oh, great. Huh? How long will that take? <laughs> bang, bang, boom. The second one usually takes longer, but it's more fun. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, he is, I'm sorry. He's fine. Mm -hmm. I think. Mm. Ooh. To me, I, I had a thought he was a bald one at yes, first. Yes, I thought I was he was like, a, damn, he does look like one. I thought he was a bald one, brother. I that, swear, he looks well, like a bald there, one. Aren't there like a million of them? Yeah, yeah but it's not him. I looked, yeah, I looked it up and he didn't. I was like, he don't, okay, he don't look like any of these guys. <laughs> this is cousin. Like <laughs> um, uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I, for me, it's it's the gum chewing. I. I, I have an oh, aversion. Yeah. <laughs> I have an aversion to gum in general. Like if Diego's ever chewing gum, I can't even look at him. I'm always like, hey babe. <laughs> um, and like sometimes he'll try to give me a kiss while he has gum in his mouth, and I'm like, mm, I'll give him a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I I noticed obviously I think that like gum chewing is something that like actors will do because you know whenever you're acting you have to do things that will like set you apart from other people and you know mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. so i understand that that's just you know you're something you're gonna get but for me i was kind of like this man i don't i don't see it <laughs> right. um but but janet girly is smitten she's like hot and bothered she's oh yeah she's like and I love the way that she kind of like, you know, she can't even stand. She's so just like, ah. and she yeah. like, she's like <laughs> leaned up against the the banister at first. And then she kind of like stumbles her way upstairs. And um, I love like, okay, we have to talk about whenever they get to the, the cable box upstairs, because they, they go to the bedroom first and, you know, they're doing their little exchange. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you got the male and you got the female cable. Yeah. And you threw them together. And she's yeah. standing there and she's, like, jerking off the cable antenna while he's talking <laughs> yeah. to her. She is, like, so just, it, I, I know that's probably not, it's, it's, a, it's a rather lewd way to say it. But that's exactly what she's doing. She's, yeah, like, yeah, like exactly what she's doing. <laughs> the cable antenna, which I thought was fucking hilarious and then of course like they're about to kiss and then the pager and she's she literally goes damn it <laughs> like out loud she's like fuck <laughs> yeah and before that too they have that funny <laughs> they have that funny exchange where she's like how many installations have you done in a day and he's like what does he say 15 or something, oh, like, yeah, that. something like that and then he um and then he says something about uh yeah my uh 
my screw my screwdriver screwed so much the tip of it fell off yes i was like dang he's really getting into this <laughs> he obviously he is a uh he is an experienced ohm wrecker is what it sounds like yes um, definitely <laughs> and but then at you first can, oh sorry Oh no, I was just going to say, and I might be getting ahead of, ahead of us, but whenever he comes back the next time, whenever she calls him and she's in the lingerie and everything, mm-hmm. I cannot believe he's not jumping on her the minute he sees her because like, she, I mean, if, if I'm, if I'm a cable guy and I'm walking in on a woman and she's in lingerie, I know it's going on. I can't believe yeah. her husband didn't jump on her because she oh, looks yeah, fine. I know. She I like, does. Importantly, yeah, yeah. She yes. is throwing herself at this man, yes. and he is straight up like, "Fuck off!" I need yeah. my research. And so that was another reason why I was a little confused too, as to like, did did she know what she was signing up for, or is this something like he? came upon a discovery and he was like, Oh, I actually like, I'm going to throw myself into this research because the thing too, and the reason why I want to lean more towards the second option, we'll get into it later. Cause like I, you know, I, I'm also, we, we jump ahead all the time. That is no problem. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, whenever, whenever he is, you know, like successful with uh, Mr. Cottontail, um, he's like, yeah, yeah. Well, Janet, she's gonna be so proud of me. Like you can tell he does love his wife. But yeah. he and he knows that like this is only temporary, and that's why I think it's the latter because I think that he just because I mean obviously like once he gets this anesthetic you know approved and shit and it starts to become mainstream like they're gonna be set for life. He may not even need to work anymore, kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know at, at at the same time at the beginning Janet even because Luis is like you're married to a doctor and he's yeah. she, she's like but he's married to his work. Um, yeah. I have to say, I love the way that um, that Janet, the the actor who plays Janet, um, I love the way that she she moves. You can tell, like with her whole body, she she's very like she she's very passionate. Yeah, yeah, she's she, super passionate. Like, intense. She she feels everything. Yeah. And she's intense with her emotions and. and- yeah. Uh, her body language and love and all, all of the above. And I feel really sorry for her because, you know, I know she's sexually frustrated and that's what they're like portraying. But it's also like she is wanting, she wants to be wanted. Yeah. She just wants to know that her husband still loves her and is attracted to her and wants her. Yeah. And I think all girls go through that. Even in relationships, you know, like me and my boyfriend have been together five years and still sometimes I'm like, mm, do you think I'm attractive? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, girls just do that. Yeah. No. Um, and I mean, I fish of... for compliments on the daily. I'm, I'm, yeah. Constantly, like, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just a girl thing, I guess. Yeah. Just girl um, but yeah, it, I, I know that, you know, it, it's showing her being set, but I, I really feel like it's just, she just wants to be wanted yeah and loved well it doesn't help that she's throwing herself into these soaps and that's all they're showing is screwing that's just accelerating (laughs) yeah and that's accelerating and she probably is horny so that's just making it worse right you're just aggravating the problem yes exactly (laughs) hand relate you know like (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean in the early 90s that's what women watched like that's what they almost lived for i mean not all women my mom watched all of them on abc yeah, my nana my mom, watched all of them on cbs my mom and nancy we'd watch guiding light that yeah. was the one <laughs> <laughs> my nana. 
the young and the restless. Yeah. <laughs> whenever I was just getting, uh, whenever I was just starting uh, college after fresh out of high school, I had a lot of time at home during the day. And I got into Days of Our Lives for a minute. And I was, <laughs> I wanted, I wanted so bad. I knew that there was no way in hell that I would be able to watch this show, like, from beginning to, like, catch up. Because, I mean, there has to be hundreds of episodes hundreds, of that show. Yeah. I think yeah. it's still coming like every out every day. Monday, yes. through, Monday through Friday, every day for 30 years. <laughs> you and know? I even found out that soaps like that, they're made they know that people who watch these shows can't watch them every single day so they watch so they make them i think they make them extremely repetitive and extremely like you know not necessarily dumbed down but they make it to where if you miss a day or two and you come back you it almost it's almost as if you didn't miss anything um yeah so but i mean i fucking lisa renna is acting in that show so i know they're still making it yeah. yeah, yeah, and then I'm pretty sure they kill people off, and then they bring them back somehow. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, they're like, they yeah. The last five years have all just been a wild dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was in a coma, was, like, in a tunnel somewhere, <laughs> hidden away from everyone. <laughs> they did experiments on. <laughs> now uh, we've, we've diverted. Yeah, we're writing our own soap opera at this point. Nowadays, they just like open up the multiverse and they're just like, here, this one's from a parallel universe. She's the exact same. Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. And, and romance novels were big then, too. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, oh, I'm sure yeah. Still, yeah. Um, they so, just I mean, got worse and yeah. bigger and worse. <laughs> now you got like we were talking fan fiction. <laughs> we were oh, talking yeah. about earlier. So, I mean, I guess I, I can kind of get into this now, but I definitely am going to get into it a little more whenever I wrap up. That's why I feel really weird about Janet being considered like the uh, the bad guy of the episode. Like, yeah, me too. She, she's really like, she's the victim of the American dream in a way, because, you know, back then the yeah. American dream was like, you know, the husband goes and he, he works and makes the money while the wife stays home and keeps the house and stuff. And, you know, I know that that, by the 90s, you know, two income households were definitely more, um, more of a thing, but yeah, it was still, especially, you know, she married a rich man, so she doesn't have to work, you know, like if, if Diego made enough money to where I wouldn't have to work, I would not fucking be working right now. I'd be cleaning the house and cooking too. Um, (laughs) I'm a stay at home mom to my cat and dog. Um, so, so yeah, like I, I totally get that. But at the same time, like, I just, I don't, and yes, cheating is, like, one of the worst things that you can do, especially when you're married, like, cheating is bad, you know, married or not, but that is, I I, I maintain, that is definitely one of the worst things that you can do, but at the same time, you know, depending on how long, that's the thing, I wish that we had at least known how long Leon was, like, into this research, because if he had been researching this for, like, you know, five or six months, then, like, yeah. it would kind of be like, okay, girl, are you really going to throw away your entire marriage for one cable guy because your husband's, like, on the verge of a breakthrough? Or is this yeah. a thing where, like, Dr. Leon's been working, you know, he's been married to his work for a majority of their marriage, and Janet's finally just sick of it? Yeah, maybe um, it was one of those things where he was already invested in his work, and he just happened to meet Janet. Maybe they had a whirlwind romantic weekend, maybe, and they yeah. he said, you know, let's get married, and I'll take care of you, and you don't have to work, yeah. you know, and all this stuff. And maybe at the time, it sounded good to her, Yeah, but now mm-hmm. that 
so many years have gone by, she's rethinking everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess another part of that too is, um, you know, back then people used to meet, they would get in a relationship and then they'd get married a year later. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a lot more common nowadays to be in a relationship for knowing what we know now with a divorce rate at 50%. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's much more common now for people to meet. And I mean, Diego and I are, it's, it's in the five-year plan, you know, we'll get married yeah. eventually kind of deal. Yeah, but at right. the same time, like same. we're, we're not, we're not, you know, we're not trying to get married like tomorrow. Um, yeah. Whereas I think some people, they don't like back, back in the day, if you meet someone and you get married to them a year later, you don't really, you still don't really know them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In Especially if you followed any kind of religion that said not to live together before you got married, which yeah. was really big back then, right. or and or more followed, I should say, more followed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, that was a big thing too. So then you don't know who somebody is till you live with them. I don't care who you know. That's I just mean, how I think. Look at a lot of serial killers. These women that were yeah. married to these serial killers for years and didn't know they were killing people and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean. It's crazy. You can be with somebody for years and still not know. Them. Mm-hmm. That's that's so. what they say on on Crime Junkie a lot. I'm sure they say on all the other crime podcasts that everybody listens to is um, you you literally never know someone like yeah. even your family. Um, yeah, you yeah. never truly know someone. And while that is scary, we can't always live our lives thinking that people around right. us are serial killers. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. But, oh yeah. So yeah, unfortunately for Janet. Um, well, I don't know. So that's why I, I am a little torn on like, is Janet really, you know, like, is she the bad guy or, you know, obviously she's, she's the bad guy. Um, Daddy Cryptkeeper said so, but, um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's go on ahead and, um, let's see, where did we, um, so she sent, she sent Abel out into the garden, right? They were watching the show. Oh, 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 yes, yeah, yes. At the the where they discover on the show that he's gay. Yeah, the husband. yes. Fuchsia's husband is now the gay. Um, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, side side story. Did y'all ever listen or did y'all know that Macklemore song "Same Love"? Um, I think so. I don't know. It's uh, a. I'll, I'll send it to y'all if you ever at least read the lyrics. But there's a lyric in the song where Macklemore says, "Like when I was in third grade, I thought I was gay." And I went to my mom crying and she says, you've loved girls since the first grade or something like that. Um, <laughs> basically, like he, I guess for a split second was like, and there's a meme and it shows Macklemore when he thought he was gay. And it's, he shows him, he's like, I am the gay. It's so funny. <laughs> um, anyway, that's oh just a little goodness. side story that I'll have to find. I'll at least find the meme and I'll send it to Anna because it's, it's okay. fucking hilarious. Uh, out of context spoilers for this week's episode. I am the gay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just post that on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Janet and Abel watch the show together, cuddled up on the couch. The red do not disturb light turns off and Janet sends him away into the garden. It is day 10 of his research and he feels really good about the results of this one. On day 15, Leon's surgery is finally successful. He grabs Mr. Cottontail and goes upstairs without turning on the light to tell Janet, she'll be so proud of me. He sees her, he walks in and sees her and Abel on the couch. Janet continuously telling Abel that she wants his body. Heartbroken, he retreats into the lab. He could leave her, but no, he wants to hurt her. 
So he uses, is it chlorophyll or chloroform? Chloroform. Chloroform, thank you. He uses chloroform to knock the two out. And I kept typing chloroform, but Apple or Google was like, did you mean chlorophyll? I was like, fuck off. <laughs> Chlorophyll's the green in plants. Clean, that's what I was just about to say. I was like, isn't that what makes yeah. it green? Um, so <laughs> he, uh, he decides to, to attempt his new anesthetic on humans. Well, yes. subhumans. Yeah. 15 days later, 15 days later, the two wake up on the couch. Janet shrieks when she looks down and Abel asks what happened. Leon standing in front of them asks what they think happened. You lost your heads over each other. You wanted each other's bodies. Now I gave them to you. And the camera pans out, revealing that he switched their heads onto each other's bodies. Janet's head now on Abel's body and vice versa. Lee, Leon laughs us all the way back to the crypt. Yes. Well, looks like Janet and Abel have become rather attached. Talk about being <laughs> stuck on each other. <laughs> that was awful. But anyway, I'm trying to get better at my question. <laughs> I guess the next time Janet wants to cable up, she'll be a little more careful about it. Anyway, I've got back I've got to get back to my game. What do you know? Pa for the corpse. And then um, <laughs> So um yeah, so that is the fate of Janet and Abel with the cable. Um <laughs> the uh the star-crossed lovers, I guess you could say. Um Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, uh Body crossed lovers, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Head so, crossed lovers. <laughs> so, um, Hannah, you, you really like this ending. I, I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Yes, I, I really loved it. Uh, I, I wasn't sure because the reason I love it so much, it got me. I did not think. <laughs> I didn't think it was because I thought he was just like using them to see if his anesthesia worked on humans. Um, and he was just maybe like, I, I, I don't know. I didn't even think he was really doing surgery on them I, mm -hmm. because it didn't really show that. It just kind of showed him walking around and saying, oh, day 10. Running Still tests. looking good. Yeah. yeah. And and so whenever they start waking up on the couch, I immediately am like, okay, yeah. And when he's standing in front of them, I'm like, Something's yeah, up. something's up. <laughs> and then when uh, when she starts looking down, you know, and it's not showing their mm -hmm. it's showing their heads mm -hmm. and not their, their other halves, I'm like, yep, yeah, he switched their bodies <laughs> and or their heads, I should say, um, to the other body. But, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I loved it. Um, everybody, well, if you listen to our show, I am the gore gal, uh, so <laughs> oh, yeah. I absolutely yes, I absolutely love gore. Any little bit of blood or brains or broken skin or whatever um only the strong it, survive yes. her class folks. <laughs> yes. professor of forensic pathology yes the grosser the better <laughs> uh so yeah what um you don't like i said you don't really get to see him do like the surgery on him which i think would have been cool um but of course i'm sure they had to keep it a little bit um well i mean it was hbo at the time <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, they but done a little more. But yeah, they could have done a little more with it. I think that's not only drop. But it, I think they wanted it to be a surprise. Yeah, they and, and it did. It, it yeah. really did surprise me. That's why I really liked it. 
Um, so, cause at first I have to say, like, I was sort of like, mm, this episode isn't really that scary. It's not really, you know, we're just following this crazy love struck woman, you know, yeah. um, which I mean, but I, I did enjoy the story and you know, her, I did really feel sorry for her and I do not feel like she was, I don't feel like she was the bad guy either. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I was kind of like, mm, this isn't really, you know, but then the ending, I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, it redeemed itself. Redeemed <laughs> I really, itself. Uh, I really, I really dug the ending. So yeah, it, that was great. Um, yeah. So I, so I did kind of see. I didn't see the ending coming until he had them both on, you know, the 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 tables. The only reason that I saw it coming is because of uh, a prior episode that since since you you start you guys have started somewhat watching it. Um, I recommend you guys watch, uh, it's season two, episode two, I believe, The Switch. Um, our man's Arnold Schwarzenegger directed this episode. Oh what? my gosh, what? Yeah. And um, I, I I recommend, well, of course I recommend you watch it and then listen to our discussion on it. Um, yeah, absolutely. The Switch, the Switch is one of my favorite Ghoulish University episodes that we've ever done. Um, oh, nice. And I, I, list, I, I listen to my own podcast sometimes. Um, I do, too. No yes, shame in my too. game, homie. Yeah, I It's research. Too. It's like, okay, how can we get better? No shame yeah. in my game. No shame exactly. Um, but yeah, so I listened to, um, I, I listened to that one, you know, for a little pick-me-up. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I recommend y'all check out The Switch. Um, but this outcome was somewhat a uh, um, a discussion that we had. Um, like I said, I don't want to like spoil it too much. I think I've already given too much away, but I just thought about that episode whenever he talked about freezing the brain um, because okay. he was like, why? I was like, why does he want to freeze the brain to perform a difficult transplant? And I was like, unless he's trying to transplant brains. Uh... Um, so, which... There's no brain transplant in the switch. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, like whenever he said I could perform the most difficult transplant, I was like, oh, I kind of get it. Um, you know, like whenever I saw them on the table, I was like, he's going to transplant either. I thought he was going to go all the way and transplant their brains. I didn't think he was going to transplant their heads. But I, I thought it would be so fucking funny if he had. You know, it's all pseudoscience anyway, as I said. So I thought it would have yeah. been fucking hilarious if he had transplanted their brains. So that way, like, they'd wake up and they'd see each other and be like, what's going on? Like, you know, like, they look, they look okay, but then they kind of both realize that they're switched and, like, maybe their voices would be switched and that's how you realize that it's their brains that are switched. I don't know. I, I and maybe they thing. have like some, like some fresh stitches, like from where maybe he yeah. cut their yeah. scalp. Yeah. That would have been cool too. Yeah. And I knew that it wasn't that outcome whenever I, cause I looked, I did look on their, on their foreheads. Um, did y'all ever watch the show, uh, Heroes? No, but I no. knew a lot of people who did though. I know it was real popular. Uh, I feel like I watched a few episodes, but I never finished it. My, uh, my parents used to watch that show religiously. Like every week they'd watch Lost and then they'd watch Heroes and, you know, like they, they watch that show every single week. So there's a scene in that where, uh, do y'all know Hayden Penetier? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she like her ability in that show was, I guess, that like she she could, I guess, regenerate parts of her body. So like it, I don't think she couldn't die necessarily. But like there are various times in the, in the show where like you see her get like stabbed through the neck. 
by something and then like the next episode she's fine because her body regenerated itself or whatever so there's a okay. point where some guy like i guess he he cap he kidnaps her or whatever and he literally is like he he cuts open her skull and he's like like studying her brain and uh. so then i remember thinking like that there would be like a, a cut like right there mm, yeah um, and there's also another episode, Abracadabra. Um, I think it's season three episode. Yeah, today. I love that um, one. That episode, that episode was fucking. Um, who was it that was on that episode with us? Shit. Um, because I was it G Baby? I can't uh-huh. remember. Oh my god, whoever I know they're gonna be listening to it and they're gonna be like, fuck you, Logan. Um, <laughs> I feel like it was because I was li- I was listening to you guys earlier. I um, no, it was because it was someone who said that they watched that mm-hmm. episode when they were a little too young and it like, oh, maybe it was Steve who said that. No, I don't think Steve had. No, Steve had never seen any Tales from the Crypt before our show. Anyway, it. it um, um, but, um, I don't think anybody, nobody was on for that episode. Oh, so maybe, no, maybe then it was Naderade who said that um, one of the two, I think one of the two Nades said that they watched that episode when they were really young and it like fucked them up thinking about um being conscious after you're dead um, that's scary yeah that yeah because i mean there's i mean then there's also like discussion about that because you know once a person's body is dead people can still i guess you know people can still detect i guess some kind of activity you know like in the brain or in the body i i've read a little bit about it and i've read more than i'd like to on it because death <laughs> terrifies me <laughs> um, yeah so you. Uh, yeah, so that episode was like fucking scary, but they they also do like the cutting into the the skull like right there. So whenever, <laughs> long story fucking short, whenever I didn't see that wound, I was like, okay, so he didn't switch their brains. Um, and then she looks down. I still don't think anything. Well, I guess I said I saw the ending coming, but I really don't think that anything could have prepared me for those horrific proportions of the switched <laughs> bodies. Yeah, <laughs> his head was so big oh. on her body. <laughs> Like, I don't know if it's meant for it to look this weird, but at the same time, like, the show is is horror, but it's also kooky as fuck. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm also sure that, you know, back in the day, whenever this episode came out, people were probably like, holy shit, how did they do that? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, it had to be CGI, so CGI was still in its early stages yeah. then, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's, that's um, also probably why it looked wonky. Uh, and that's probably why we only saw, like, 30 seconds of it. Yeah, <laughs> um, more than I really would have liked to have seen, but it was it was funny, and I am somewhat coming around on it. I um I do this. I go through, you know, I I do an emotional back and forth on some of the bad guys in these episodes. I'm coming around a little bit more on Janet being the bad guy if um her husband had like kind of just recently died do- like dive dive dove. Yeah, if he had just recently gotten into this intensive research, you know what I mean? Like if she's only been yeah. holding. For like a few months bitch. yeah, <laughs> but, yeah it's, it's one of those things where it's like you need to sit down and support your husband yeah you know he's going through something right now this is his career and you know he even tells her uh just give me however long once this is over once this next phase of the treatment or whatever is over yeah i'll give you all the time you want yeah so he's trying to level with her he mm-hmm. does come around he is a dick in a lot of moments and she yeah. breaks things by accident and he, he gets mad at her and pissy but i mean yeah i think I, i'm with you if if it's something that he just started doing and she she's not been holding out that long. It's like you just need to sit down and shut up. Yeah. You're definitely the bad guy. Yeah. 
I, yeah, I, I guess I wish that there was, if there had been at least one line where if she had been like, yeah, but since October or since January, he's been married to his work, you know, if she, or like for the last six months, he's been married to his work. If she had at least said something like that, that would have put it a little more into perspective uh, for me, at least of like, oh, yeah. okay, but yeah, she really is spoiled as, you know, the title mm -hmm. of the episode is because, you know, like it's never enough for her. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, I think I've kind of come around a little bit on, on that, but God, the thought of like having a man's body after having a body as gorgeous as hers for my whole life. And then I look down and I've got fucking <laughs> able to able's body. <laughs> oh my he's, gosh. Still, he's still got, you know, he's still like, you know, hunk TM as they, you know, would say like he, he's got, he's got all the fixings, but at the same time, yeah. like. I, there's just something about being a woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I mean, the, I just don't know if Leon, other than really switching their heads, I don't really feel like he can be considered the bad guy. If you think about it, because any way you look at it, I mean, it, okay. So on the flip side, if Janet knew what she was getting into, yeah. if she knew he was obsessed with his work, then she's definitely the bad guy yeah. because you know what you signed up for. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. But it could also I, be yeah. that. Hmm? Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say it could also be though that he didn't, you know, he didn't portray that side of him until true <laughs> they did get married. Very true. And then maybe this has been going. I mean, we don't know, but maybe it has been going on for years. We need more details. Yes. <laughs> but I also feel like she's super young to for this to have been. I feel like he's a little older than her. I'd say fifteen to twenty years yeah. older. Yeah. I'd give I'd give it that. I would too. Maybe she's but, like late twenties, early thirties, and he's late forties, early fifties, yeah. something like that. Um, so very recently we had G baby and Steve on for an episode. Um, let me see what was the title of the episode where same thing, a much older, a, a, a split second. It was a season three, episode 11. So it was a few episodes back, a like very young, you know, conventionally attractive woman marries a man who is much older than her, um, mainly because like he'll give her a comfortable life and she feels safe with him and all this other stuff. And then of course, very quickly, she's very bored and she wants to, you know, fool around with younger boys. Um, <laughs> you know, and so like, that's also kind of the thing where like, you you very often see, especially in this show, older men married to much younger women, which of course is something you see in real life as well. Um, yeah. Maybe not as often as you see in Tales from the Crypt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but regardless so yeah at first i was kind of like oh damn is dr leon in his villain era um i did really love the uh i did really love the the montage that we got of all hit him like wiping the blood off his knives and seeing all his bloody tools and stuff so like you can tell he's doing some fucked up shit um yeah i thought that was really cool it was giving um I don't know what TV show I'm thinking of. I was about to say American Psycho, but American Psycho is with the dinner plates and stuff. It's not with actual, like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. the ambiance of that scene reminded me of the opening of American Psycho. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know that those, I know people are going to listen to that and be like, what the fuck is she talking about? But <laughs> that's just what I thought of. Um, but it was, it was like a, in a weird way to me, it, I feel like it was very aesthetically pleasing to horror fans. Just this short little montage of like all his little yeah. fucked up tools during mm -hmm. his like uh, un, 
like unapproved surgery <laughs> that he's doing right now. Yeah. Um, and, and I like, feel like he he, he might have cracked too. You know, oh, he yeah. he's under the in, intense pressure. And is he not sleeping? Like, is he not going to bed? Can he not screw his wife then? That's yeah, another that's question I had. Yeah. So if he's not sleeping, that's got to be wearing on him. So maybe seeing his wife cheating on him after he's finally made a breakthrough after tired, you know, sleepless nights. Yeah. That just sent him over the edge and he really fucking snapped. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, you well uh, well initially he does he's he's devastated like he yeah. sees him on the couch and he like he clutches mr cottontail to himself and he's so upset and he goes down and he's just like oh no oh no and then like once you know once it's finally kind of set in and he's kind of you know like he went from you know denial to to anger real quick um real quick yeah yeah and, and acceptance even faster <laughs> um yeah so you know he he does that but but yeah he's he's very proud of himself um mm -hmm. and you know at the end of the day like what the fuck are they gonna do like are they just gonna live their lives with each other's bodies or are they gonna mm -hmm. try and find another doctor who's gonna help them out like i know that's obviously not gonna be answered for us but are they gonna go to the police yeah, <laughs> oh, right. gonna keep them there captive yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the possibilities are endless but yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so so um i guess do we have anything else about this episode that we want to touch on no i think i think we pretty much covered it yeah i mean just don't really just don't really know who's the bad guy in the situation i think this but... is a classic case of two wrongs don't make a right yeah uh-huh yeah preach That's um true. Yes, because as I as I've said before, I I do think that like cheating is the worst thing you could do to your partner. Agreed. Yes, and, agreed. Like, I every once in a while I'll try to put my myself my 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 feet in the shoes of someone who's been cheated on, and I just I could not imagine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. it's heartbreaking. It how is. Do, how do people who have been cheated on ever trust anyone ever again? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. It, it, Sorry, I'm go sorry. ahead. It's like if you're that, if it's that bad, leave. That's what I was like, going to say. First, she wanted she wanted her cake and to eat it too yeah. because she still wanted the nice, fancy, cushy life with the money. But well, yeah, she, yeah. The more we talk about it now, I'm <laughs> leaning more towards she is the villain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I agree with you. Cheating is like the worst. Yeah. Well, if you're gonna cheat, get out. You right. know, get out of the relationship. Leave. Yeah. yeah. And also, there is a. Um, I did just have, well, I had this epiphany a little bit back, but then I kind of forgot about it because we had to move on. But also, um, you know, the, the way that Janet and Fuchsia parallel each other throughout this episode, as we kind of mentioned, Janet is very, like, she she is the main character of her own TV show. So whenever, um, you know, like, whenever Fuchsia is talking to her husband in jail, she even tells him, she's like, Quebec meant nothing to me. Like, I just wanted to ruffle your feathers. So to yeah. me, I feel like to Janet, like Janet doesn't give a fuck about Abel. Like she yeah. just yeah. wants, she just wants, you know, she just wants sex. Yeah. So, so like that also is, that was another way that made me kind of think like, okay, I guess Janet is the bad guy because not only is she cheating on her husband, but also she probably doesn't even care about Abel at all. Like she really, to, to her, to her, he's literally just a chunk of meat as, yeah. as yeah. you know. Uh, so she she has okay. male gaze for her, yeah. for okay. her okay. guy. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, well, are we ready to grade this one, ladies? Yes. Yes. Definitely. Excellent. Let me pull up my doc real quick so I can put the grades in. Um, okay. Well, um, do you guys want me to start with the grading or do y'all, do y'all want to take it away first? As you're, as the guest, I'm happy to let you guys grade first, but also I know sometimes people are like, I need a minute. <laughs> Oh, I'm good. You yeah, I go? think I'm good. I, you go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. It's your first time. <laughs> <clears throat> I think I got to give it a C. Oh? Um, yeah. That was going to be my score. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I just, I liked it. But like I said, it wasn't like scary or dark. I mean, I mean, the ending was dark. So the ending redeemed itself. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I was just, I mean, I know Tales of the Crypt. I keep wanting to call it. Is it Tales from? I keep Tales from, to say Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Um, but tell, here I go. <laughs> pronouncing <laughs> stuff wrong. But uh, Tales from the Crypt. I know it's supposed to be kooky. And like, it doesn't have to be scary and dark all the time. But yeah, I just kind of wish. Yeah, I just wish it was a little a little darker i mean like i said the ending great mm-hmm. but i do feel like it could have went a little bit more with the gore and maybe showed him actually doing the surgery on them and maybe like switching the heads or something yeah. or um but the acting i thought was really great i did love abel he was pretty funny and just like mm-hmm. their janet and his interactions mm-hmm. were hilarious i was cracking up and uh and and janet did make me feel like i said i did feel sorry for her in some instances uh the way we've talked about it though now i do i, I do yeah. think she was a bad guy yeah. in the situation um but i did i, I did kind of feel sorry for her though at the same time so uh and i did i did like how you know like logan said how she was mirroring the soap opera yeah like that was really that was really cool even as and, far as to quote exactly what fuchsia was saying in the show yes exactly yeah, yeah that was really really cool so yeah i got an overall like i said wish just wish it was a little bit darker but i i, I liked it i'll give it a c yeah, that, I, you took everything out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I was going to give it a C. I also wish it was darker. I do feel sorry for her. I mean, she, I mean, she just wanted attention, like you said. She yeah. wanted somebody to notice her, and it, her husband, duh, he should want to notice her. Yeah. So you do have, I do, ha- she does have my sympathy, but yeah, um, yeah I, I really liked the acting. I, you know, I love the small cast in these. It's it's easy to get through and follow along. Yeah. With. So, but yeah, I agree. I wish it was darker. I wish they had maybe done something with the scalp to where we could see a little more or maybe a CGI shot of a head switch. Yeah. You know, but, um, but overall I did like, it was a great discussion with y'all. Yeah. Oh yeah. That made it better. But yeah, overall I'm going to give it a C. Still enjoyed it, but yeah. And Leon did give me sort of a, uh, Herbert West kind of feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From reanimator, which that's the shirt I have on. He was entering, <laughs> he was entering his Herbert West era. Yes. <laughs> it has a decapitated head on yeah. it. So, I mean, oh, perfect. It was perfect for the episode. <laughs> well, um, I will say that the one thing about, cause Tales from the Crypt, while it is horror, um, I don't think that it is as fear inducing then you really should watch uh season one episode two all throughout the house because that episode has it has its moments and um also um season three episode i think it's 11 morning mess that one kind of had me on my toes no it's season three episode 10 morning mess and that's the one that nicole joined us for um i saw that steven weber's in it right i love him 
He, he's such yeah, a bad he's, he's great. Um, so definitely recommend that one. I know I'm throwing out a bunch of titles to you guys. Um, I'm happy to send you all okay. a list. Um, but <laughs> yeah, there, so there are definitely, um, and then, okay. So my personal favorite episode of the entire show, I know Nader is listening right now. I know he's about to freak the fuck out. My favorite episode of the whole show is a uh, season two, episode six, the thing from the grave. Um, Ooh, not cool. very scary, not super scary, but there are a lot of tense moments. And, um, to me, it's a very compelling story. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> cool. I, I definitely recommend you watch that and then listen to the episode and then share your thoughts with me because I, I need to settle a score. Okay. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> um, but so, so yeah, there, the, 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 the one downside, I think to Tales from the Crypt is you guys are right. It really doesn't it's not as scary um but it still has some really horrific elements to it it is yeah, at the end of the day the outcomes that some of these people still have to live with are horrific um oh, yeah. yeah but tales from the crypt is horror comedy which i you know i love yeah. and i love like the is kitschy the word for it or it can't be i guess i i often can't use can't be, can't be, yeah can't i be. I, I don't think I even know you you keep saying that word. I do not think you know what that word means. <laughs> um, that's me with kitschy. I don't think I know what it actually means. Um, so, Sounds good. We'll throw yeah, it in there. A little razzle dazzle. Sprinkle it in. Um, so I'm gonna land on a C minus for this one. Oh dang. I, I do think that um because I have seen better. Um I do yeah, think that this yeah. episode, as we've mentioned, has like it has a lot of elements to it, but also like not to say that, not to say that the uh, the I don't know the uh, the, tor the the turmoil that I dealt with on this episode of who the actual bad guy was. I don't know if that necessarily takes it down as much, but I think that I don't know. It's just not as strong of a story, you know. It's not as compelling, but it has a lot of it has a lot of really good elements to it. Um, I just it didn't. I'm not going to go back and watch this episode again. I don't think this is one that I would revisit unless, you know, yeah. like, it, it came on the autoplay and I was like, fuck it. <laughs> mainly, the main reason that I would watch this episode again mainly is just to watch the way that Annette, Annette, I was about to say the way that Annette jacks, the way that Janet acts. Um, <laughs> yeah. her, her, like, her body language throughout the whole episode is just like, I can tell she was a dancer. I love watching dancers. So, like, I don't know if the person actually was a dancer, but just the way that she moves her body, I was like, she knows, like, she knows her, she understands how her body works and moves, um, and she yeah. Yeah, very well. Um, mm -hmm. So, it's it's just, you know, she just acts really well. I love She's the very scene. very confident. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love the scene where her and uh, she, she put her whole, like, her whole being into this role, too. Like, she, you can tell yeah. she didn't, this isn't just another paycheck to her, um, yeah, but I love the the way that whenever uh, Abel and her are about to kiss, and then the pager beeps, so he leaves, and she like goes and she like clutches the bedpost, and then she like lifts herself up, and then she sinks onto the bed as she turns the TV on. Like I love yeah. it. <laughs> um, I had to watch this episode twice because I watched it last night to like you know take it in and stuff, and then I uh, I watched it again today to do my plot synopsis. So like I really got to get like you know like a a show of like how how she moves and stuff it was just really i don't know it's just it was a highlight of the episode for me personally um mm -hmm. but that being said that's going to bring our uh, our average grade to a c a solid c for this episode um ladies are we ready to move into dead astrology yes yes let's do it starlight starlight
The first stars see tonight. Each week, we are going to look to the stars and tell you about the past of the stars from this week's episode and what they might be up to now. We're going to go on ahead and take it away. Um, we're going to talk about first, um, let's see. Um, I guess let's kind of get into the, I want to talk about, I don't know if Luis, I like Luis a lot. Um, mm-hmm. the, yeah, she was funny. From the beginning, she was funny. She was like a nice little light, you know, in the episode. Um, I don't know that she, I, I don't know that she was necessarily like the best actor because I think there were times where you could tell that she was kind of like, you know, like she's acting rather than like, she's the character kind of deal. But I think right. she's great. Um, it looks like she's known for a movie called Melvin Goes to Dinner. Yeah. Mm. And The Cable Guy. The Cable Guy is the one that I was going to get to. That's a movie that I think I, I is a must-see. I think I need to see that movie. Um, it's been so long since I've seen it. I couldn't even tell you. I remember watching it as a kid, but I have no memory of what happens in it. She's a Steven's sister-in-law in The Cable Guy. Um, mm. She was in a movie in, oh, The Cable Guy came out the year I was born, 96. Um, mm. She's in a movie called Mouse Hunt. Uh, she's Roxanne Atkins. Um, most recently, she was in a movie uh, as recently as 2022 called Ambulance. Um, mm. have, did you guys hear about this movie? It was directed by Michael Bay, starring, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. I didn't realize oh, Michael no. Bay directed it, but I heard about it. Yeah, I oh, think Michael Bay directed it. Let me confirm. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, oh, that's good. I do love Jake Gyllenhaal. I I have a love hate relationship with Jake Gyllenhaal because he I know you do. Swift heart. Heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love watching. He's a great actor. He is fucking fantastic. And yeah, yeah. Um, shit. Oh, what's the name of that fucking it's movie? She was in. Oh, go uh, ahead. So she was in um, Dexter and Daddy Daycare. Oh no, with Eddie Murphy. Daddy oh, Daycare. No. Who is she in Daddy yeah, Daycare? I yeah, I love Daddy Daycare when it came out. That was one of my favorite movies growing up. The Shaggy Dog. I'm just on IMDb. And- uh, she played oh. Becca's mom. She was in. Uh, she was in the daycare. Yeah. She was in Charmed as Nina Halter. I know that Charmed was a is a popular was a popular show. Um, let's see Um, she was on an episode of Medium with (gasps) Patricia Arquette oh cool Um, Medium the the main actress from Medium was in a episode of Tales from the Crypt Um, oh really it was yeah it was uh, I think it was it was uh, it's a scarecrow it's called scarecrow and I think it's like season 2 episode 9 I'll I'll look it up I'll I'll find it for you guys it's Patricia Arquette um I, I, um, I maybe think she's blonde, right? Oh, is it her? Hang on, let me do do do. Um, four sided triangle is the name of the episode, and it is yep, Patricia Arquette. Okay, nice. She was. Uh, we just covered True Romance. She was the lead in it. Yeah, so she's been on our brain lately. Yeah, also Alabama. Our- uh, it's true romance um so so yeah um but i think that oh i just um so yeah that is um anything else for miss annabelle gerwich um well, I, think about covers it. I think we about covered it yeah um it's us better things forgiving romnageddon <laughs> 
Um, okay, perfect. Um, let's go on ahead and talk about. I want to talk about Fuchsia for a second here, because um, she was a pretty pretty big part of this episode. But mm-hmm. I thought I would have recognized her, but as I'm looking at these, uh, it looks like her career mainly took place in the early 90s um, and even late mm-hmm. 80s. Um, she was in Ruthless People, Radioland Murders, Absolute Beginners, Martians Go Home, Radio oh, um, Trade Winds, any of these Sound oh, she was on uh, Matlock. She oh, was on Matlock. Shit. I love Matlock back uh-huh. in the day. Oh, she was on an episode of Erie, Indiana. That uh, mm-hmm. show that came on in the early 90s. <clears throat> heard of, yeah, I've heard of that one. Um, oh, she's in an episode of Tales from the Crypt? What? <laughs> what? Um, Murder this she wrote. brand new no information. Um, cheers. All right. Oh, cheers. Cannot forget. Oh. Oh, she was she was in a Smoky Mountain Christmas in 1986 with Dolly Parton. Oh my gosh, I love Mother. that movie. Yes, I see that. Interesting. Murder um, she wrote. Murder Brian she Bob. wrote. That yeah, Murder She Wrote. That was pretty big back in the day, right? Yeah, yeah my nana loved that shit. Oh yeah, my, <laughs> my mom Nancy did too. I thought about starting that show at one point. Um. I might still do it. Oh, my Miami Vice, nineteen eighty seven. Yeah. Um, let's see. So yeah, um, Anita Morris doesn't have a, a a current career very much, but um, she uh she still wasn't a lot. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, let's go on ahead and talk about. Hang on, I want to take one quick look. It looks like no, <laughs> the guy who played Quebec was literally only in this episode of Tales from the Crypt. Parker Kane. Whenever oh, no. they. Oh, Whenever they first showed him, I thought that he was fucking uh, Uncle Joey from Full House. Um, (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) What is he doing here? Um, So we've got uh, Abel the Cable was Anthony LaPaglia. LaPaglia. It's LaPaglia. Fucking look at me. Um, So he was in Without a Trace, uh, which is a show, I guess, from 2002 to 2009. And it looks like he was a main guy. Yeah, Um, yeah, that's what he's most well known for, Ah, I believe. He was in a movie called Lantana. Um, Empire Records, that's a good one. Empire Records, I've heard of that one, yeah. Uh, Oh, So I Married an Axe Murderer. We have had someone from So I Married an Axe Murderer on the show before. Um, Really? Yes. Oh, shit. Um... Man, Thon and Naderate are gonna fucking kick me for this one. Um, yes, I don't I couldn't tell you who it is. Um, but so I married an ex murderer. I might fucking finish recording with you guys and turn that on because I need some more Mike Myers in my life. Um, <laughs> oh, and it looks like he's in um a movie as recently as twenty oh, a miniseries, excuse me, called Florida Man. Oh, and yeah, it I'm looks like freaking. it looks like he's the main guy, and I might just have to watch this. Oh, um man. Uh, dude florida man is like one of my favorite you know like cultural things here in america (laughs) um it is it is awesome and i think i heard not too long ago i think i read on twitter which twitter i know is the most reliable source but i think i read somewhere that the reason that florida man is a thing is because i guess um records are a lot easier to get or they're like much more public in florida in the state of florida like criminal records are um, police records or whatnot. I think they're a lot more 
convenient to get than uh, they are in other states. So the main reason why Florida man is a meme is just because it's actually, you know, easy to obtain rather than other states. But um, let's see. Damn. um, Busy was an Annabelle creation. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Um, This guy's still Mm -hmm. fucking working. He was in. So he's in all these movies and like the well, he's in all that stuff in the early nineties, but he's in Florida man in 2023. He's in Nitram in 2021. His, his title is literally just dad. Mm. Um, <laughs> Halif- Halifax retribution, uh, Pearl. Holy shit. He's in Pearl. Who's in Pearl. Wait, is this Pearl? Pearl like the Ty West movie? Pearl. Oh, it's, different a, no, Pearl. it's a different Pearl. It's a different Pearl. Yeah. Cause I was like, wait, that didn't come out in 2020. That came out like last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was freaking the fuck out. Um, Dark Whispers. I wonder what. I wonder what that is. Um, the, which was in 2019. He was in Below in 2019. Riviera. CS Las, uh, CS Las Vegas. Hmm. This guy. He's. Show. Oh, he was in Bad Blood uh, in 2017. A good um, marriage. The assignment. I've heard of the assignment. Analyze that. The operative. Oh, Damn. Yeah, that, was that was a sequel to analyze this. I wonder if he was in the first one. So this guy, this guy's got quite the career. Yeah, he's Started been in a from, bunch of stuff. Started from I the told, bottom. Yeah, that's what I told Anna. I said he's been in everything, but I can't think of one thing. Yeah, but he's been in a bunch too, of like, stuff. Black magic. Yeah. Um. Let me see here. Um, yeah, George, wait, uh, yeah, George Miller directed, I think, George Miller, is he, is he the guy who did Mad Max? Because the guy who did Mad Max also did, I think, the original Happy Feet, which is fucking hilarious. Oh, that is I hilarious. think so. Yeah, did, that's crazy. Y'all saw, I'm, I'm, y'all saw Happy Feet, right? It's been a long time, but yeah, I do yeah, remember watching it. Long. The first time I saw that movie was, oh, Legend of the Guardians. Sorry, now I'm just kind of like looking at, um, damn, what is? How do you say his name? Anthony Lapalia. The G is silent. The G is silent. Um. Okay. Well, let's go on ahead and talk about Leon, who is Alan Richens. Um. Let's see one, here. One more thing. Anthony was in the Twilight Zone. Also. Oh, cool. Oh. It was in a, an episode of it. We should hit that one up. Well, not we. Well, maybe we. <laughs> um, I think the Twilight, <laughs> yeah. Twilight Zone is. I've had my eye on that show as you know potential for the future for tail for for Ghoulish Universe. Yeah, that'd be. But yeah, so that um, be, I love Twilight Zone. So Leon, his name is Alan Rackins. Rackins. Um, yes. He was in he Showgirls. Dharma and Greg. Oh, dang, Showgirls. Uh, Stargate. SG1, 1997. Mm-hmm. He was in NCIS as recently as 2023. Oh, dang. Young um, Sheldon, 2021. Grey's Anatomy. Um, so it looks General like... General Hospital. <laughs> Five episodes. Um, I was going to say, he looks like he's one of those... Um, oh, he was in the middle. I I don't know. Wait, is the middle... I mean, I may not know what that is. I thought I did. Um, oh, he was in an episode of Scooby-Doo. He was Dr. Yeah, I did a voice. Or, or maybe a... Scooby Doo, Maka Mut, Macha Mut Menace. Maybe that's a movie. Mecha Mut Menace. Mecha Mut Menace. Yeah. He was in some episodes of Rizzolian Isles. I loved that show. American Dad. American Dad. The Three Musketeers in 2011. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. Happy Endings. Um, 
the spectacular spider-man it looks like he does yeah he does some voice acting monster night yeah oh cool leave it to beaver uh an episode of csi in-laws yeah. la law the retreaters oh my god <laughs> Love that's boat. funny he's a big time tv actor for the love boat the stepsister rugrats he did an episode um yeah that was a dr leon is still working oh he was in batman from night like the animated series from 1992 to 1994 he was temple fugate i hate that they don't let you read the whole thing um (laughs) but he was temple fugate etc etc um the clock king is what it says episode of golden girls you know we love Golden Girls. Oh here. yeah, oh, we yeah. love the Golden Girls. Um, let's see. Mm. And he was only he was Jason in episode 1991. Um, oh, okay. ooh, Mistress Laquiera. Um, yeah. So he, damn, this man. Oh, he was in an episode of Dallas. It looks like I know that show was pretty big yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Um, but let's go on ahead and talk about Girly Girl. Uh, Janet, this is Faye Grant. Um. Let's see what Faye Grant. So she's in My Best Friend's Girl as Marilee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like she's in. Is this show called Five or is it called V? As a Julie Parrish. Oh, it was on, that was on ABC forever. It ran for a while. Oh, I don't remember that. Um, <laughs> affairs of. Oh, she was in Affairs of the State as recently as 2018. Um, State of Grace, love that song. Uh, Mana from Heaven uh never mind that's it, that that might be v but it's not the v show i'm talking about because this is from 1984 <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> so scratch that <laughs> um yeah so she doesn't it doesn't oh, oh she was in seventh heaven it doesn't look like she was in any movie that i've seen though i really thought i recognized oh. her but here's the thing she was really giving Catherine o'hara vibes like she could have been yeah. Catherine O'Hara's stunt double yeah. in Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, she was in Internal Affairs with Richard Gere. So a funny thing about her too, I looked up. So she was on Seventh Heaven. She was married to actor Stephen Collins, and they have one child. Didn't he get busted for Is all he that the stuff? Dad in Seventh Heaven. Yeah. Yes, he did. She was she married, to married to him. She was. She was, she was oh. married to actor Stephen Collins, and they have one child. Dude, I watched a YouTube video about that. Yeah, he. Yeah, he's disgusting. Mm. Mm-mm. Oh, no bueno. Um, yeah, Fox no bueno. Fire Light, uh, Tales of the Gold Monkey, oh, the complete the Incredible series. Hulk. Oh, the, 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 yeah. Oh, nineteen eighty-two. I thought you were talking about the the one with. Oh, the movie. <laughs> um. So yeah, she uh, she was on Entertainment Tonight, I think, as herself. <laughs> um, maybe she was like a host or something like that. But oh, yeah, yeah, um, probably. So, um, but yeah, that was our cast. That was uh, astrology. Did y'all have any um, anything else you wanted to mention about the actors that I know there was? Wasn't there one that y'all recognized? Oh, we thought Anthony, Anthony. LaPaglia was a bald one at first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> one of the bald one brothers. Um, oh, I guess I did want to at least mention uh, this episode was directed by Andy Wolk. Um, okay. He's did From Earth to the Moon. He did Criminal Justice. Um, this is his filmography. Um, great Performances, Deliberate Intent, Rough Magic. Oh, Manifest. That was a show that was pretty big on um, 
wasn't it on one net it was on network television at one point i think that was a show about like the airplane that disappeared or something like that yes Mm. Mm -hmm. um oh station 19 in 2020 so this guy's still working um seal team 2018 girlfriends guide to divorce uh shadow hunters uh witches of the east end (laughs) um so yeah, this guy's still working the client list. Gossip Girl, but the new one. No, no, not the new one. 2011 to 2012. Oh, the um, old okay, one. The old one. So the OG. Um, back in the day. <laughs> Fairly legal. In plain sight. I remember hearing about that. Uh, oh, he worked on Rizzolian Isles. I love oh. Rizzolian Isles. I'm telling you, he worked on Criminal Minds. Ugly Betty. Mm-hmm. Lincoln Heights. Hawthorne. Trust me. Damages. He's a stranger's heart. <laughs> He's had a steady career. Yeah. He worked on Medium um, with Patricia Arquette. So, uh, Pizza My Heart. What the fuck? <laughs> Pizza My Heart. Um, without a Trace. Yeah. So, um, Andy Wolk, he did, um, looks like he he's still doing work. Good for him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was um, Astrology. Um Y'all ready to move into Creep Yourself? Yep. Yep. Creep Yourself. What did you do this week, class, to creep yourself? (laughs) Now comes the time where we show in hell something that we treated ourselves to this week. Um, So I think I I, I kind of explained, you know, this this segment, but... um, do you guys, do y'all want me to go first? Or I know, Anna, you've done this before. Um, I know I, it's, it's kind of like a little bit short notice, but I guess just something, you know, in the recent, you know, past couple of weeks that you may have treated yourselves to um, a movie you may have watched that made you feel good or something you bought that you liked. Um, well, I treated myself to uh, the fr- my first Friday the 13th franchise watch. <gasps> Oh been, uh, yeah, and I've I've now started Elm Street, but yeah, I have been a watching machine. Yeah, she has <laughs> the dude. past few weeks, dude. I have yeah. after I watched uh, Bubba Hotep. That's what we're covering tomorrow, Cinema Slab. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, uh, after I watched it, I have to watch one more, and I'll have an even twenty movies watched in ten days. <laughs> yeah, holy dude. moly! That's oh. I mean, that's at least two a day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some there was just one. Some some days I watched three. Yeah, I was just um it's been I've been a machine. Yeah, she has been <laughs> running like a well-oiled machine. But I'm up there. I've watched uh let's see, I watched Jason X with her, and then I watched Freddy versus Jason, which we're gonna be going on give me back my action slash horror movies to talk about Freddy versus Jason next week. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be fun. But yeah, so I watched those, I watched those two with Anna and then I watched Bubba Hotep, which is what we're covering. Have you seen Bubba Hotep? I've heard of it. I have not seen it. Mm. Oh girl. It's, it's so, so good. <laughs> you are going to be laughing your high end off. Yes. It's so funny. It's so good. And then, um, we watched Desperado, which yeah. I really enjoyed. It was really good. Uh, we were supposed to go on with Give Me Back My Action Movies. Was it Wednesday or yesterday? Last night? Actually, yeah. yeah. But one of them was sick. So we had to, that's why we pushed to next week. Yeah. So, but yeah, we had already watched Desperado yeah. though, but it was great. It was I was so glad. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of that one. Yeah. 
Oh, so it's good. so good. It's very good, very good. I mean, Robert Rodriguez is all over it. It's it, yeah, it's a Robert Rodriguez film. Quentin Tarantino's in it too, and yeah, very young. We're a, we're big Tarantino fans over here, so I love Tarantino. Uh, yeah. Not crazy about his acting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh know, he was yeah. good in this one, though. I thought, yeah, he was pretty good. He in was. This. He was all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that's, uh, I think, and then I've watched, like I said, I've watched a few episodes of Tales from the Crypt since Logan asked us to come on, uh, which has been, been fun. Yeah, it has. So, and I'm probably going to continue watching, <laughs> watching it. Uh, so, yeah. But I think, and then I did get this shirt recently. This shirt does make me happy. Okay, didn't you forget just, you ordered it and then it yeah, came then in? Yeah, it came in and I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, can so. confirm, y'all can't see it, but the shirt does go hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we i was telling anna earlier i'm like god what you know we collect uh we collect a lot of horror t-shirts so yeah, we're shirt people yeah it's like our weakness <laughs> i uh i'm having to go through and get rid of some t-shirts because i too am a t-shirt fiend so that's yeah. difficult <laughs> Very difficult. Yes. She went through some recently and gave them to me, and now I have even more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I need to go through mine and, you know, separate mine. Yeah. Well, what have you treated yourself or creeped yourself with this week, Logan? Um, so, creeped myself to quite a bit. Um, nice. I know. Um, like, where do I even begin? Because, actually, I really don't know. I don't know how long it's been. I think I did already talk about... Um, I already pre-ordered, so actually, yeah, I pre-ordered uh, 1989 Taylor's version on vinyl. I pre-ordered it as she was announcing it because I had the website up. We all knew she was going to announce it. The, the signs were all there. Um, so I had, like, the website open while I was watching it on TikTok. Um, but they, yeah. I love Taylor Swift, but she loves her money, and she loves to do, like, multiple versions of the same album, and knowing that her fans will order every single one um yeah. yeah and so i did pre-order one of the four <laughs> I yeah. two of the four versions um that she came out with for 1989 but i i maintain that's one of my favorite albums of hers so it's okay in my opinion um yeah, it was yeah. Worth it. yeah. let me show you guys actually hang on <laughs> okay so barbie coming out kind of um unleashed the beast in me and i bought some dolls um, I think y'all will love this one. Oh, um, that's, that's awesome! So She's holding up a Coraline doll. That's it adorable. is, yeah. That Coraline, is amazing. Like, like the, the Coraline doll that she carries around throughout the movie. Not, yeah, like yeah. buttons in her eyes and everything. Um, I'm going to save this one for last because it's my favorite. Um, I got Barbie and Ken, um, and they're both waving. Hi, Barbie! Um, Hi, Ken! <laughs> I snagged Hell Ken yeah. because he's just Ken. So he was still on yeah. sale at Target even two months after. Um, <laughs> That's it, awesome. Yeah, they, they dropped. Yeah, but I bought this Barbie. Um, I It's the Barbie. It's like the one that, uh, for those of you who can't see, this I'm wearing. Well, not wearing. The Ken that I bought is the mm -hmm. one where he's like, my my job is just beach. beach. Um, yeah. I had to. Um, and yeah. then the, uh, one of the Barbies that I bought was um, it's the gingham dress Barbie with the the pink you know gingham pattern and it's the one where uh, it's like the first one she wears in the movie and it's like the you know the the poster yeah. um, but my crown jewel I did spend a little too much money on this is my, oh my western God. Barbie cowgirl oh my gosh um, that is awesome and um, this is what I'm going to be for Halloween 
Um, yes. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. I already have the costume. I bought some of the accessories. I still need to get some of the other accessories, but um, I was not going to rest until I at least had the costume and the Western Barbie in my hands. And this is now my most prized possession. And yes, I did yes. take it out of the box because I may be a collector, but I collect things not with intent to like to sell them down the line. Because this one, if I had kept them, this one like came with a. Uh, I don't keep this at my side for for all times, but I just I haven't found a place to put it. It came with like a certificate of authentication, authenticity. Oh, okay. authenticity. Yeah, there you go. Um, it's in a bigger <laughs> box, and this one came with like a display stand. You know, oh, no. and that is awesome. That's cool. Um, but this, I think it is kind of funny. You can take her hat off. Um, so yeah, this is, this one is, and I know it sounds kind of funny. I was um, healing my inner child, as the kids would say. Um, yeah. I would get home from work every day and I would put my Barbie, I would like put her on the couch so she could watch TV with me. <laughs> after I got Coraline, she would watch TV with us too. Um, oh, that's awesome. And like, there were there were nights where like Diego would probably come out and I'd have fallen on the couch and I'm like holding Barbie on my chest because it just you know like I just I literally I felt like a little kid again and honestly I was kind of like you know what I fucking need this so I would I would just like I wouldn't take it to bed but I would fall asleep on the couch holding my Barbie um, so yeah I I've got awesome. lots of Barbie everything um, and honestly I'm very happy that I mean this is just I could talk about the design of this forever um so that's mainly what i creep myself to um more barbies to come because um i'm getting a horror one next paycheck um Ooh, they, nice. uh, mattel creations mattel creations mattel came out with a uh, annabelle um it's a monster high style because bar like there's this style of barbie and then there's like the monster high style of Barbie, which like they're different proportions. I think they're taller and like their heads are a little bigger because they're yeah. they're supposed to be like um, you know, I guess they made a TV show called Monster High and then they made the dolls, but this one's specifically like a collectible. I'm pretty sure it comes with one of these like certificates of authenticity. Um mm -hmm. I've I've had my eye on some on my resale sites and I I found one that I think I found a couple listings that I think are reasonable. So I'm gonna buy one whenever I get paid. I'm pretty excited about it. Like, yeah, you have to yeah, show so, it. Proud moment you worked for it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was pretty excited to get um to get you know all those things. So after I get my Annabelle doll, I'm definitely going to. I I said this. Here's the thing. I said this after I bought Coraline, and then I went and bought Country Western Barbie. I'm gonna chill on the Barbies. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Um, this is not a public invite, but I am having a Barbie themed party in October. Um, I have some friends who are like going to come into town from, you know, like a couple hours away. So I feel oh. like it's only appropriate that I have Barbies, you know, to decorate yeah, for the yeah. party. Yeah, but they're, they're not just for the party, but they're also like, you know, it, it works out. I'm going to get the uh, I'm going to get the Barbie album on vinyl to put on display. Um, mm -hmm. I know. Sorry. I'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up in a second. I know we're kind of going. OK, no, you're fine. Um, but yeah, so, um, that, um, that is my creep yourself. Um, and, Very good uh, yeah, Diego and I went and saw old boy and we saw talk to me in theaters. Um, oh, nice. back to back. It was actually kind of nuts. We went Monday night. We saw talk to me. Uh, that movie fucking triggered me, uh, quite a bit. <laughs> Did yeah. not realize it was going to be so triggering. Um, mm -hmm. and then, um, 
And then uh, we saw Old Boy the next day, and all my friends were like, "Oh, if you didn't like talk to me, I don't think you're gonna like Old Boy all that much." But I fucking loved Old Boy. That movie was awesome. I haven't seen it. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I now I can finally say do recommend. Um, and watching it in the theater was like even cooler. But um, yeah. I love I love Korean movies. So, um, mm-hmm. but with that being said, I think we can go and wrap trip yourself up. Um, but so um, I, I know I didn't get in too much into it at the beginning of the episode, but Anna and Hannah are from uh, their show called Cinema Slab. So, um, ladies, would y'all like to tell the fam uh, where they can find y'all? Yes, we are on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts, I should say. All the major podcatchers you can find us on. Yeah. And Instagram at Cinema Slab Podcast. If you want to follow me, I'm at Nerd at the Movies. I am at Duddy D, I think with three E's. At no, the it's end. four because oh, I, t- I tagged you oh, in something okay. and I was like, I need to count this. Yeah, so, yeah, so but- it's Duddy D and then the D has four E's. E-E, yeah. E-E. <laughs> yeah check us out we we definitely love horror that's kind of our first love but we've been reviewing a bunch of different crazy stuff yeah we have so yeah but it it, we've been we've been getting in a good routine we're finally to the point where we know what we're gonna do every week we know what to expect you know it's just yeah yeah. it's a well-oiled machine over here most days it is (laughs) we haven't been on a 90s kick lately we did hunter's pick with dead silence though so that kind of Put us back in the mid 2000s, yeah, yeah. the, the close to 2010. I think it came out in 2007. I think, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah so, or eight 2008. I think. Okay, but yeah, so uh, but we were on a nine. We did a couple 90s action movies mm-hmm. there for a, a couple, but yeah, incredible. So. Um, also, Anna does have her little small business, Anna's House oh, of Wax. Yes, the oh, candle. I'm saving it for the party. Uh, whenever i ordered it i knew that i was gonna i was gonna have the barbie candle at the party so i haven't lit it yet um but the bride is just now finishing up i've been i've been hitting up the bride so um, man that barbie candle is gonna be super cured by the time you definitely (laughs) it'll be super strong yeah it well i couldn't bring myself well i think i told you this whenever you gave me the wednesday candle the art on this impeccable you know I, what know. I, mean? like, I don't want to ruin it <laughs> I know. she but does such a good job i can't wait to give all the all the advertisement to you whenever my friends come over and they're gonna be like wow the candle's amazing where'd you get it and i'll be like let me tell you <laughs> yes <laughs> but yeah you can uh go on facebook the, to the facebook groups and search anna's house of wax that's where i do most of my posting and selling and stuff yeah and you got to be on yeah. top because the good stuff well all of it's the good stuff but the Barbie candles, I remember those went like so quick, so yeah. fucking wow. fast. And then yeah. Hannah hooked me up. She added, I think it was Hannah, right? You added me whenever yeah. she posted. <laughs> oh, you yeah. were like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, so yeah, Anna's yeah, have to go back. Yeah. and uh, Cinema Slab, and um, yeah, definitely check out their podcast. It is a uh, a good a uh, good time, and. Um, uh, if you would like to contact us, you can email us at ghoulishuniversity at gmail.com. Um, you can email, you can find us on Twitter at ghoulishuni, Instagram at ghoulishuniversity, and uh, go ahead and make sure and study it for next week's episode, season three, episode 14. You guys, this is the season finale. I season that. three, yeah. episode 14, yellow. And it was all yellow. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was really good. I watched it. <laughs> uh, that's right. Well, I can't wait. I still have yet to, to watch it. But 
Um, oh, it's yeah, good. Well, ladies, this was a wonderful time. Thank you so much for giving me y'all's evening. Um, and uh, I'm Thank sorry we went a little bit longer, but I just can't help. Okay. Hey, hey, Mr. No, sir. Um, sorry. The he's like, hurry up, mom. <laughs> yeah, he's like, mom, I want to go outside. Um, <laughs> so, oh, it's his dinner time. Uh, so, yeah, I'll go ahead and let you guys go. But thank you so much for okay. joining me. And um, this is definitely not the last that we're hearing from y'all. We are definitely going to have you guys back, um, hopefully in awesome. the near future. But y'all have a great rest of your evening and a great weekend because okay. tomorrow's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Woo -woo. Thanks for having Thanks, us, Logan. Thanks, Logan, really. It's, yes, it, it was, was great. Blast. Thank you so much. Yes. All right. We all have a good night. Right. You too. Thanks, and you too. Bye. Bye. Bye.